husband wakes up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, podcasters. Thank you so much for uh, downloading today's podcast. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it. We do, we do, we do. Good show today. We're talking about hair. <coughs> yes. Hair appointments. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. I mean, I, I'm, I felt bad. Like, I'm not getting ripped off because mm. I'm friends with my hairdresser. Mm. But I hope he's not going to be annoyed at me. See, they're actually reasonably priced. And oh, here more... we go, backpedal. Yeah, look at that. that <laughs> no, well, they are, and they're more la-di-da. So that's what I'm wondering about when the hairdresser called. Are they saying costs for rent and staff? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Like, yeah, because yeah. they don't have a high rent mm. and it's just them. Mm. Mm. Well, that's yeah. why I guess, yeah, look, we got a lot of calls from uh, people to go to home salons. And I yeah. guess they can afford to charge way less because they don't have those sort of overheads. Yeah. yeah. But that's just saying you don't want to pay for all the rent, you know what I mean? Mm. Which I guess it is, but you're like, I just want to pay for the hair. Mm. Um, also, uh, Abby reads out a beautiful poem um, and gets the tears streaming. Mm-hmm. There's a lovely message here from Sheridan <clears throat> who sent us in on Facebook. Remember, if you guys ever want to um, get in contact, go to our Stav Abby Matt Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Abby read out a, um, a great Poem about you sent it to me. She's an amazing woman. I followed her online now. Yeah, Jessica Ehrlich. Ehrlich. Yeah, yeah. she's um pregnant. She's getting another baby, baby on the way. Oh, has she? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's about embracing the chaos of now. Yeah. 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 Um, have you got Sherid? Have you seen Sheridan's message? No, I haven't. Sent through to you? No. It says as I sit here in my car, just about to head to work, tears streaming down my face after hearing that poem. My daughter last week told me she was moving out two days after her 21st birthday. My best friend, my person who I have devoted the last 21 years um, to, has broken my heart. The last week has been the worst in my life and has um, has put me in a real funk. Hearing it this morning with tears made me feel uh, so bad about how I'm feeling. Thanks for sharing. Um, And this segment couldn't have come at a better time. God bless. So... It's it's a hard thing because it does make you kind of go. I need to stop being so grumpy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. But you always are. You know, you go through those moments where you look at them and you're like, "Oh my god, they're so cute," and I love them mm. so much. But you know, when you're carrying every sport bag out of the car mm. nonstop, mm. you should see the back of my car. It's like footy boots, tennis bags. Won't be forever. Swimming bags. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. That's all right. I'll take the grandkids. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to be, you, we think you're a hectic mum. Imagine you, you're going to be a hectic grandmother. Hectic. We're going to Wimbledon. <laughs> mum, they're 18 months old. Oh, yeah, well, I started too late with you, didn't I? So I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. Will you Come be on. the kind of grand, because your kids don't get a lot of sweets and stuff. Would you be the, the grand that does that? Like the mum that never gave you anything but then gives it all to the grandkids? No, I'll just do what's best for them mm. health-wise. My kids get treats. Mm. Yeah, but I just, I feel like we have too much sugar in society. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, All right. So that is in the podcast today and you can watch the video as well if you would like to on our Facebook page. Um, Here we go. Let's get into it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hubby and I had an argument last night, Mm. a fight, which is ironic because we never see each other to be able to do it. But I came home uh, late from taking my eldest to sports, so it was way after 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. He'd taken the other two to different sports, and they'd already had dinner. Then we were getting dinner, and my son was talking about how he wanted to do more next term. <laughs> and Hubby lost it and was like, we need to slow down. <laughs> and we said we would talk and spend time together that night. I ended up putting one of the other kids to bed. 
I fell asleep. I woke up at 11 o'clock. He was in bed. Oh, that would have made him even more angry. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. You sent me this, Maddie, about, you know, when you feel like you're in the thick of it and you're mm. driving to work and you've got the kids that you've got to get ready and you're just busy and you've got to try to do more hours at work mm-hmm. for money and you just feel like you can't really appreciate it. Nor alone us talking about like date nights. You're like, <laughs> mm, yeah. So this is just a poem and it's amazing how someone can put it into perspective. Her name is Jessica Ehrlich and she's a writer and poet from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And she's written saying, dear husband, the future can wait about being in the thick of it with kids and what you can do to appreciate it. Okay. If I can get through this. Okay. Dear husband, there's a life in the future with little faces in photo frames instead of before our eyes. And artwork and ABC magnets won't adorn our fridge. There's a bed big enough where little elbows and knees won't prod us in our sleep. And only our feet will swing out in the morning. Oh, what am I going to (laughs) go? There's a vase placed in reach of little arms because there aren't any, and mugs will daringly sit on the edge of the table. There's a bank balance that looks more forgiving, and a bag I leave with that isn't overflowing. There's a free calendar that isn't packed with swimming lessons, dance classes, and muddy sports shoes. And we'll get to know each other for the third time before them, with them, and them when only two jackets hang in the door. There's a clean car. The only noise is the hum of the radio. There'll be no endless questions in a high-pitched voice from the back seat. There may even be days we don't hear from them at all. (laughs) Stop, mate. Stop. There's a date night with no curfew. My mum's not needed for babysitting and we aren't sleeping with one eye open waiting for the shuffle of feet in the hallway. A type of freedom that feels heavy. There's a house that's clean. Maybe our couch is new. We aren't stepping on Lego or toy cars either. In fact, there's not much colour anymore. Remember how it came with so much happiness? There's a dinner table that feels big. We aren't negotiating bites of vegetable vegetables or wiping little hands and mouths. But sometimes there's a knock on the door and the table is full once more. There's a shower that doesn't sound like baby cries, a coffee that is warm and my body will be my own. We won't wear tired of the same way. <laughs> we'll have us aged just anyway. There'll be hard moments to come that will make these moments look easy, but we'll remember. We'll remember the first words, the curls that I love you, the moments we almost broke, and how we held each other through it all. There's a life in the future that's coming for us. So let's get swept up in the beautiful chaos in front of us now. Let's make sure that the future waits a little longer, because I love this life with you so much. This one right now. <laughs> it does though. And yeah. I know this is hard for you, Maddie, because you're going through it with your son moved out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Big babies over here. And people that don't have kids must be listening to this going, are you guys for real? Get a grip. <laughs> and I know that, you know, yeah, I just feel like it's, it's so hard to appreciate the now and you'll look back and you go, they're the best times. Mm. Oh, I thought that was doing the other thing. I thought it was showing how good it's going <laughs> to yeah, be. Yeah, it is. How good it's going to be later. I didn't see any negative to that. For you it is. That but sounds I, so weak. I get it, though, because I know Maddie's going through it with his son moving out. I know how much you miss him. Yep. <laughs> it's just different. Mm. It's different because they're not a baby anymore. Yeah. No. You know, you see them once every fortnight. For an hour or two. Begrudging, begrudgingly. <laughs> no. Begrudgingly. No, them, I mean, no. you know. Yeah.
that that um lady has a whole heap of oh, amazing amazing. Books, amazing books you can find her on TikTok. But it does put it in perspective, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's for you, when you've with your three boys, crazy, busy afternoons, you will miss it so much. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> you <do>. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We always share a lot in the morning, and I was saying about how we just had an argument last night. It was a bit of a hectic night. You know, mm. you think of it, you know, the kids have all got... Stuff on, you've got work commitments. And Manny sent me this um, poem from Jessica Ehrlich. She's an amazing New Zealander. And it's just about appreciating the chaos at the moment. Because in the future, when it's just you guys or just yourself, you're going to miss it all. Uh, Mel has called through from Red Bank. Good morning, Mel. Good morning. How are you guys? We're good. Mel, you're a mum of nine kids? Yeah, yes. Not all at home anymore, thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So did that letter read differently to you? Yeah, so I was just doing my school drop-off and Abby just had me in absolute tears listening to that. It was just so heartwarming and so true. And it's just, yeah, life just goes too quick with little kids. Mm. Yeah. And you've got yeah. to do it nine times, Mel. Yeah, and I still remember the day my oldest, she's 23 now, the day she moved out of home and it just broke my heart. Mm. Um, but, you know, they come around sometimes and family dinners and that. So that's all you can look forward to, really, <laughs> and the alone time. Is there, though, because yeah. um, I, I, you know, I've got a, a while before I have to stare this down, but is there a feeling from either you or um, you, Maddie, because that's the moment where you're letting them into the world as a human? And is there that sort of feeling of I've done my best to raise this person and now you go forth and, and have a life with what the tools I've given you? What do you reckon, Mel? Yeah, I think so, definitely. Um, see, I had to let go a little bit before she moved out of home because she went to Bali for two weeks, so that was a bit scary, right. um, letting them out into the real world. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, but she came home safe and sound, so that's great. Mm. <laughs> I think you just miss the little person that they were, Mel. You, they become a, yeah, definitely. Yeah, a new person, and and that's fine. You're happy for that, but you just mourn the little eight year old sometimes. Yeah, Mel mourned around. it so much she had more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get you, Mel. <laughs> Michelle in uh, yeah. Mobile, uh, what did you think about the letter? Um, yeah, it was um, starting me off because <laughs> my daughter's just moving out, and oh. I know she'll be back, but you know it's just hard. My boys moved out. Um, when they were only 18, one joined the Navy and one bought his own house. Um, but this one's harder because it's the last one. Mm. And she's not going as far, but <laughs> you know, it's just hard. To, you know, you walk in their room and they're not there anymore. No. Yeah. Empty nest. But it's true when I go, oh my God, I used to complain about Lego and mess. <laughs> you know what I mean? You kind of, and you do, you, you childproof the house. Imagine getting a white couch, Michelle. Like, that's <laughs> just crazy. Oh, yeah, well, I never did the childproofing. I just let them and taught them the lessons that they needed oh, yeah, to no. Mm. If I come visit you when you're like um, 75 and you're in your lounge room spreading Lego around. <laughs> <laughs> Try and get through it, Stan. <laughs> uh, we will get the um, the poem up on our Facebook page. Um, we'll get it up as soon as we can. Uh, go and check it Sorry out. Sorry about Stav. the ugly cry. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. B105. 
I hate it when uh, the girls and I are explaining something to you men and your jaws just drop and then we start to think to ourselves... Oh, wait a minute. Are we getting scammed? Because you guys going to the barber, I mean, you guys, I don't know if you even pay these days, but Where like a go? barber. Oh, don't do it, mate. Don't do um, it. What's uh, the name of it? Tony. Chop Shop. Yes, yeah, get yeah, it yeah. out of the way. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah. Uh, but you guys don't, even for a barber, it's not that expensive. No. Nah. What, $27 for yeah. a haircut? Yeah. And uh, our producer, Ash, went to the hairdresser yesterday. She packed the lunch. How long were you there for? I was there for four and a half hours, maybe a little bit over that. Because you've got uh, bleach blonde hair? Yes. Which it is, takes a while for the bleach to settle in. Is that not your natural colour? I'm naturally blonde, but this is blonder. Blonder. <laughs> she wanted to have more, more fun. Ah. I yeah. want to know 131060. Are we getting scammed? You can call, you can remain anonymous if you lie to your partner. I feel you. I understand that. I used to decrease my hair by 50% for yeah. the cost. Call up and explain how much it is. And I just, mm. like, because now when Ash and I were talking about it, mm. how much did it cost you yesterday? Uh, 452 yesterday. <laughs> and the boys were so shocked. So, and then we were explaining that you need to have like a hot oil. Yeah. And now I think about, yeah, I know, but now I think about it. If you're a hairdresser, yeah. do we need all that? Because mm. I was so upset with how much it costs. So I used to do the lie and say, oh, I'm going swimming tomorrow. So don't do the blow dry. So then it would take off like $60. Yeah. And then I would say, do we have to do the toner? <laughs> Toner is important. I know, but it's expensive. They, they yeah. sound like the female equivalent of mechanics. You know, they, they just yeah. go, you need this and this part and this thing, and you just go, okay, because you don't know if you do or not. Well, then they tell you that your hair's damaged and you need the hot oil treatment. And but my whose hair, is... hair wouldn't be damaged at well, this stage in their life? I've put it through hell by exactly. all the bleaching, yeah. so I need all the products go, to go along it, with you it. You made it damaged. This is your fault that my hair is damaged. And then mm. you feel like, then you go and they go, oh, should we book an appointment? What, six, eight weeks? And you're like... Oh, oh, yep. And then you feel like, I'll just make the appointment and I'll cancel it when I leave. So you pay $450 every six weeks. Um, with a dad, I was doing that, yes. <laughs> it's actually no And I've actually had to lower my hair maintenance, so now mm. I'm going every 12. We should have done live mm. for free, pay your hairdresser. Mm. 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 It's because when you get red hair or blonde hair or people that get extensions. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're good these days. Yes. But they're really expensive. So, yeah. I would have thought ignorance is bliss and you wouldn't want to know the answer to any of this. That's true. So, Well, I would love to know what we can go without. Well, oh, okay. Are they going to tell us that? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind so, of shooting themselves in the foot. <laughs> but there will be... As I said, remain anonymous. Uh, oh, former. I was a former hairdresser, yeah. and I can tell you. Oh, maybe we'll get Stefan. <laughs> 13, 10, 60 is the number. What's the oil thing you were talking about that you think might be a scam? Um, it's like it's like a hot oil treatment that they put on your hair. When you're at the basin. Yeah, it's only on for about three or four minutes and then you get a hot towel over it. It's really it's nice. nice and relaxing. But I just don't know if it does anything. Because like, that's what they tell you, that your hair's damaged and you need it. Mm. Yeah. What do they charge you for that? Um, I think probably like 50, maybe. Uh, 50 mm. bucks. Yeah. A bit of baby oil and a warm towel. I think it's better than the baby oil. It's got some... Hohoba. Yes, yeah, yeah, hohoba. Hohoba. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know your stuff. <laughs> we say it all well. We sound like suckers. No, you don't. You pay this money to look yeah. beautiful for us and we appreciate we, oh, it. Okay, about that. We don't do it for you guys. I know. Mm. Mm. I think you girls are beautiful just the way you are. You could be wearing a hessian Which is sack. with the expensive hair. Without. Oh. You could shave your head. You could shave your head off. Oh, look, I did that. Yeah, we didn't care. Yeah. But it's like the follow-up products as well. Like uh, There's the three-step treatments and all those things you need uh, to do to maintain your hair mm. health.
Let me tell you, there is nothing more frightening than when you squeeze your wife's um, shampoo bottle and something purple comes out. You put that back You're in. Like, Get in there. <laughs> Get back. You ever kicked it over? Oh my god! <laughs> no, back I, in the bottle. No, I have not. No, and neither have I. Uh, today <laughs> in Red Bank Plains, do you feel like you're being scammed? Yeah, I do. How much do you pay? Um, I pay like about like three hundred and fifty to four hundred and eighty, like every six to twelve weeks. Oh. When you say it like that, because my wife obviously gets a haircut, I just didn't realise the frequency, and that would add up. That's expensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, really, it, it really is. And, like, I don't know if it's because I have thick hair. It costs that much, but, like, I thin my hair myself so it doesn't cost that much. Mm. Yeah, I always wondered that, because do you get, like, half head or full head? I usually, like, sometimes a full head, and then I also got to get the toner, and then she... Shampoos my hair three times mm-hmm. to make sure it's extra clean. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, like, please <laughs> don't pump clean. anymore. Please don't use anymore. <laughs> Bring your own. If there is a hairdresser, because we've reached out to a few and everyone goes, Mm-mm, no worries, no. don't want to talk. But if you're a hairdresser and you want to go, no, guys, you're not getting ripped off. The cost of the products mm. are blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Caitlin in Yatla, what do you think about hair prices? Good morning. I think it's an absolute rot and the biggest rip-off in the world. If I went to an actual salon, it would cost me over $350 for the treatment I get done. Mm-hmm. I go to a home salon. My hairdresser I've seen since I was a little kid. She is an absolute legend. I get a full-cut colour, full head, eyebrow wax style shampoo that works. It costs me about 100 bucks oh. every eight weeks. Mm. Do not go to a salon. It is, is an absolute rot. $100? What, what colour are you getting? I'm going like from an awful mouthy brown to red. So I'm getting You're a red. full proper colour. You're going to need to hold the line and pass on those details. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the, what you could do with that extra money. Is that cash, Caitlin? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> don't answer. No, 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 no. Don't ruin this good thing that you've found. <laughs> Uh, Jane and Carindale seems to be uh, the general consensus. What do you think about what you guys pay for a haircut? Yes, so I am very loyal to this hairdresser. Um, she just knows how to cut my hair really well, so I've always gone back no matter the price. Mm. Uh, but one time I got charged $400 to go from long hair to short, a few little trims on the end, um, and a special treatment. And I've always paid for this special treatment. And I told my boyfriend's uncle this, and he, I said, so what is it? Like, is it, what's the big deal? Because um, I said, it's costing me a fortune. And he said, it's pretty much nothing. Oh, he, he's a hairdresser, he? protects it in your air. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> so that's not a colour. That was just a treatment. It was just a treatment. Isn't it? Yeah. And you feel sick when you're paying for it because you just go, this is way too much. And you, but you just yeah. go, I've already had it done now, yeah. But then you go back. Well, I've been back since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you ask to take like... out the special treatment? I'm too nice. Yeah, and you go, They tell you you need even, it. <laughs> yeah, I go, well, let's, let's just do it, yep. And then I keep telling myself, okay, maybe I'll go back to my boyfriend's uncle and he can do my hair next time. But then mm. I'm like, no, I'm loyal to her. Yeah, you feel like, bad if he, she knows that you've gone somewhere else. You know, mm. I wouldn't get upsailed by a mechanic. I know more about a, 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 mm. like a service for a car than I do about a hair. You know how I say to you guys, you get upsell. Like, mm. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. That premium air, your tyres need it. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a hairdresser here. Oh, okay. Ashley from Griffin. You are a hairdresser. What do you think about what you've been hearing from all the women callers we've had? Um, to be honest, 
honest, how they're saying it's the biggest rort, it's not. <laughs> I can absolutely see where the cost is going, like with all the overheads, the cost of product. Um, I heard before someone saying long, thick hair. Mm. Yes, that's more expensive because you're using triple, if not more than that amount of product. So when you say like the, the cost of the products are quite expensive, like if we're sitting there and getting yes. that oil treatment, yep, it, that costs a lot for you guys to buy? Yeah. Um, if Let's just say Olaplex, for instance. Mm-hmm. That alone costs over $100 to buy. Okay. So That's like the special stuff that you get. Oh, we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I see where it's going. I know it's expensive. If I wasn't a hairdresser, I would be like, whoa, mm. wow. Yeah. But, but you see from the other side. <laughs> Ashley, what do you reckon about, because I always get nervous of telling this, do you think you can extend it? You know how they say come back six to eight weeks. Do you reckon you can extend it longer? Um, if you, It depends on what you have done. If you're, let's just say, scalp bleach and tone... That's six to eight weeks. Mm. But anything else like a balayage, hell yeah, you can extend that longer. Mm. All right. You've been told yeah. by Ash, everyone. No, I appreciate it. Imagine if you became a... You'd save so much money if you became a vampire. What? Well, that's what they tell vampires before they change them. They say, make sure you're happy with your haircut because that's what it's going to be like for the rest of your life. Oh, does a vampire's hair not grow? No. Oh. Yeah, so you're stuck with that style. <laughs> why, they, why is that? They're not real. Yeah. <laughs> Neither are the prices you're paying for your hair, mate. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks is tomorrow, guys, the 18th of August. Uh, $10,000 is the prize for Alpha Bucks Daily. Some answers to make it easier for you. No, I don't think I have them. Do you have them, Abs? Oh, let me have a look. Like, literally do not have them. Uh, not, yes, can't find cheese, them. Mm-hmm. chili, uh-huh. and can-can. Can-can-can! 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 That was from Moulin Rouge. It certainly was. Mm-hmm. Oh, good soundtrack. Do we have it in the system? Who sung it? From can-can-can! <laughs> oh, God, it made you want to... Can-can-can! <laughs> <laughs> but you can't, can't, can't! Can-can song, Moulin... Who knows that song about love? No, we've only got El Tango de Roxanne. Oh, no, that was really? a good one as well. Yeah. It was in there from our show tunes day. Oh. Uh, that we did. I'm assuming it's this Roxanne, you don't have to put on a red light. I don't think it's that one. Is it? No, it's not, no. but that's a great song. Oh, this one's not? No, no. that's the police. Yeah, but this is a version of it. Keep listening to it. Oh, is that what oh, is Yeah, it? keep going forward. Mm, carry on. Big intro. Yeah. Anticipation. But I just want to be right, so can we keep listening? Yeah. Jesus. They blend a few songs together, so bear with me. (laughs) Oh, we're here for it. Yeah. Okay. Anticipation. Killing me. Hope it lasts. Anyone else picturing the cat from Shrek? Oh! Wait, 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 wait. Roxanne. You don't have to put on that red light. Do you know who that is? The actor that plays this role. Oh. (laughs) You don't care if it's wrong or if it's right. 
Yeah, you can't mess with new musicals. And then it goes into a new one. It's like a medley. A medley. Uh, and then the, what's the guy that plays the... Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor come in. Ooh. Talking about Nicole Kidman. Musicals are good for knowing the lyrics because they actually pronunciate mm. the words. Enunciate. You know, you enunciate, you get to mm. hear what they're saying. It is mm. more than I can stand. Oh. <laughs> Thought it was bare. <laughs> <laughs> See you tomorrow, guys. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Buy an Alpha Box in just a little under 40 minutes. Um, it's to win $10,000. We give out answers between now and then, so keep us on. There was a 54-year-old woman who's back on the dating scene, and she said that uh, she didn't want to waste her time. Mm-hmm. So if anyone had paired with her online, she then submitted a bit of a questionnaire just saying, fill out this so we know if we're oh, suitable. yeah, her. One of the strangest questions was, would you mind uh, reclining Mm. when you sleep? Because she is into health and she believes that her head should be down further than her feet. So that was one of the questions. So she sleeps upside down like a bat. Mm, A little bit, yeah. That could make certain things easier. But she had been mocked, I guess, by (laughs) dating experts saying the questions that you wanted to know, things like that, are Mm. not accurate. And they have submitted the 10 perfect questions that you need to ask on a first date to really get to know someone. They're like, don't waste your time. It's expensive going on dates, mm. especially when you've got to buy a whole new outfit. Can we guess if the- you're not the person that buys a whole new outfit, I admire you, but yeah. never could be me. Can I guess some of them? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, what's, your, what's your kill count? That's important. On gaming? No, in real life. Because then if it's zero, you're good. But if they pause... Mm. Okay. Uh, you know. No, I didn't make the list. Uh, see if you can answer these ones. Uh, what Murderers makes... are hot these days, mate. It's a whole new no, thing. Oh, I'm into true crime. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. I can fix you. Oh. oh, I like him. He's so dangerous on that show. I mean, he kills a couple of people. But okay. I can see and you know what? You're going to be locked away. I've always to be on Netflix. I know that you'll always call me once a day. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, see if you can answer these ones. What makes you unique? Oh, would you roll your eyes if you got asked that? Oh, it's hey. just a tough one. Hey, hey, do you want to get an entree? Hey, what makes you, you what makes you unique? The fact that I don't answer questions. Oh, <laughs> All right. What's some what's some fun <laughs> random facts about you, Stav? Oh God, it, it, it becomes more like a. God, I, even you're bored with you. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, how, oh, how are you going to pass this test and even you like, can't stand you know yourself? What? I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. <laughs> Does she mark them and then tell them they're on the spot whether they continue or not? I, but, well, I think it's just a way of going. You know, just you get rid of some of the boring questions. Mm. You know, you want to hear about someone's hobbies, mm-hmm. which that way you could connect to it. Mm-hmm. Try and be a bit more interesting on our date. Okay. You are a bit boring. Okay, well, right. yeah. Don't question. be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> What's something that you um that you want to learn or maybe wish that you were better at, Stav? I'd want to be better at playing guitar. Yeah, wow. Mm. Did you teach yourself? I did teach myself, but I, I made a terrible mistake and everyone tells me this. I didn't start with bar chords and now I can't do bar chords and I want to make... Okay. Okay. I've killed three people. <laughs> <laughs> This is one that I do not want you to ever ask if you're back on the dating world, because mm. we've heard your questions. Why? They've suggested that you play a round of Would, would You Rather. Oh, uh, yeah, right. And no. yours are a little bit... They're famous. They are famous, but they're, in, they're wrong. I met a friend of yours, and she was like, is he still doing the Would You Rathers? I was mm. like, yeah, he is. Hey, seen you him. guys are happy to play along. <laughs> don't make I out don't... like it's a... <laughs> I would never play along in public. Oh. <laughs> 
I always ask them in private. Well, this date got but exciting. It's, no, it's more things like would you would you drink um, would you drink nothing but coffee or uh, mm. lemonade for the rest of your life, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Would you, would you rather a bunch of tiny horses or one large duck? Yes. <laughs> uh, do you know any good jokes? Well, then we're done. Yeah. What? Because you don't know any? No, or because, because you know that'd heat. be the rest of the evening. Yeah. Be right. Like, ching, 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 ching. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe they're not. This is what experts decided were the best questions to ask. What's your favourite place on earth? Here with you right now. Oh, that's good. Hey, that's not good. <laughs> I am diverting my attention to this guy. <laughs> I like playing guitar, Matty. <laughs> and he's a killer. <laughs> Maybe they're not going to work. All right, last one. What's something that you're proud of? That I'm going to make you pay for dinner. Never, ever, ever go back on the dating scene. <laughs> I think that's a decision for his wife, to be honest with you. Well, judging on the conversations we have at home, we don't have long left. <laughs> Let's go. Across Brisbane. Turn up the music. Only be- Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, we've got a new podcast, two new podcasts that are part of the Listener. You can check out the Listener app to be able to get them. And they are Keeper Cleaners, Kick Podcast and Kick Bump. And one of the girls that hosts it, Steph Claire Smith, joins us morning. Good morning. You could you couldn't just do one podcast, you had to do two. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it started with the um, with the kick pod with Laws, and I just wanted to talk all things motherhood. I think ever since be- becoming a mum, it's all I want to like talk about it at times, and I just didn't want to flood the kind of um, our, our kick pod channel with it all. So we thought we'd separate it. Are you having that issue with friends that don't have kids, and you catch up and you catch yourself talking about mm. the kids, and you're like, "Oh, that's really annoying. Let's try and change the topic," but then realize you haven't actually gone out to do anything other than kids. Yeah, it's really hard not to mention them. I kind of always knew I was going to be that mum that like reached my phone and had to show like a million videos and photos of what he's been up to recently. But I think it's also nice to sometimes just catch up with mates who don't have friends and just let them kind of talk and listen as to what life was like before. I think you meant kids. You don't want to be hanging around with people that don't have friends. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did I say that? I definitely meant kids. Hang out with people that don't have friends. You feel better about yourself because they're obviously arseholes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You were talking about something that is so interesting, and that is you're doing like a a 30-day challenge with your (laughs) husband, Josh. I know you're probably sick of talking about it, but you brought it up, so I'm allowed to. (laughs) No, I think it's really fascinating because I once tried to do – there was a 60-day challenge where you had Mm. to be intimate – every day for 60 days. But this is a 30-day one, which is a bit easier. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be like, should I say, all the way? Mm. Is that a way of saying it? Yeah. I mean, for us, we just wanted to define it in a way that was like we're intimate and, and whatever we kind of thought that was. And, I mean, if I'm honest, I, I believe intimacy is also just like cuddling. Mm. Um, but we just kind That's of That's a real shame thing. That was a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> 30 days of cuddles. <laughs> Come on. It's better than nothing. Come yeah. on. You get what you get. Definitely. It's a thing when you've been, regardless of whether you're parents or not, when you've been in a relationship for a long time, it, you know, I'm sure everyone goes through those kind of dry spells where you kind of forget about each other for a little bit. So it's just, we just kind of needed to make more time for each other. And um, it's been good. It's not over yet. It's, mm. it's still going. <laughs> what do you do when you had a fight? Um, to be honest, it's it's actually helped us work through arguments better, knowing that 
we're going to have to be intimate afterwards or at some point in that day. So yeah. it's like you, you actually kind of end up being a lot nicer and kinder to each other knowing that you've got the challenge. I'm almost at 60 days the other way. So good for you. Keep it up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you are with the, the um, Keep It Clean uh, kick pod. It's all about healthy living and, and that sort of thing. Do you have to be wary of going out for a night with the girls? Because then people see you. No, no. No. Uh. Nah, not at all. I mean, kick, we're all about balance. I think that's um, been a really special kind of message that we've got from a lot of our community members who have come over to our program and they might have tried other challenges or programs and stuff before. And they've said that with kick, they're learning how to live healthily, sustainably and, and not feel like they've got any guilt around food or going out with their girls and having a drink mm. um, or missing a, a workout. Like, it's so not about that. It's about finding, you know, their own recipe to what healthy living looks like for them. So, no, I'm so happy to bump into people if i'm out and about or whatever there's there's no shame in that but it, it, that is a key to it i think you know i've seen my wife has done a few diets in the course of our relationship and there are those ones where it's so strict that it's impossible because you're, you're watching everyone else eat all this food or having a drink you mm. need to have that balance of oh i can have a, a wine if i want to here and there you know yeah absolutely and i think like the the biggest thing is taking your happiness into consideration i think if you're following a diet or an exercise routine that feels really bad for you mentally or it's not making you feel good from the inside, then it's probably not the right routine for you. And and everyone's routine will look different. Some people thrive off like six days a week exercises. Others is like, no, I'm good with like two yoga sessions a week and then I just walk every other day. You've mm. got to find what works for you because if you're trying to push yourself to something that you don't actually enjoy, you're probably not going to keep up with the routine. Yeah. Well, one of my friends said it to me the best, and I thank him for this advice. I was doing, I was um, getting into shape. I was doing a um, charity boxing match. I was training pretty hard, and then when mm. that stopped, I was still, I'm, and I'm still doing. It. And he said, "As uh, just keep that mentality for as long as you can, you know, where you're like, mm. oh, it's not a hassle to get up and train. I can do that. And, and as soon as that goes, it's when it's going to be difficult. So just keep that mindset." Going for as long. Well, as I always say I don't like the word diet anymore. You mm. know, when you kind of go to can't spell it without die. Well, it just always feels like people go on diets, off diets, mm. where you kind of go, it is yeah. more of a lifestyle, which is what you guys have always been about from the beginning. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, the awesome. Kick Pod and Kick Bump uh, podcast are all available right now on Listener. Steph, great to talk to you this morning. Oh, thank you to you guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Looks like Queensland for the second successive year will steal the grand final from Sydney. <laughs> I sent this to you last night, what was it, 9 o'clock, yeah. when the headlines came out saying, what? Is it real? Because mm. we know that we got it during COVID because... Yeah. Uh, we were the only ones not filthy and diseased. Well, I Sydney don't know how to in... word it right, but that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney were in lockdown at the That's time. Right. Yeah. And, and all the teams moved up here and bubbled it up and yeah. Yeah, yeah Anastasia did a good job getting so much here, didn't she? Yeah. Well, I sort of came to her. I mean, oh, I like she works in. seven days a week. <laughs> Now, for those who don't know what's going on, we should know shortly after 5 o'clock this afternoon if Brisbane gets a second NRL grand final. Now, picture this as a fairy tale. Okay. Because the North Queensland Cowboys are top of the table. They're going so great at the moment. The Broncos are going to make finals this year. Yep. Could you imagine Suncorp Stadium, Brisbane Broncos Mm. versus 
North Queensland Cowboys. It may as well be here because no one else Goose cares. Bumps. You know, mm. but Always why? The best why does it see, keep saying about negotiations? This is what I can't understand. So uh, the NRL boss is chatting with the New South Wales government, and Premier. he said, if, "Premier," and they yeah. said, "If they can't." set a deal, but they've got a contract, so I don't understand why they wouldn't be doing it. So there's a there's a bit of a fight on, and I kind of agree with the New South Wales government on this one, mm. partly, because when they signed the deal for the NRL Grand Final, they um, Queensland and um, New South Wales both tendered yep. to the ARL. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Such a nice they, word, isn't it? Tendered. Oh, we tendered. Tendered, yeah. Very expensive to tender. It is very expensive. They made a deal that until 2024, all grand finals are played in Sydney. Uh They've got the biggest stadium. But as part of that, the New South Wales government said, if you give us all the grand finals for the next um, time, next lot of time, Mm. um, we will um, put $800 million into our smaller stadiums around New South Wales. So we're talking like... Shark Park in Cronulla. Yeah, which is also Leichhardt. where they have all the games. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's Manly what? and stuff all play. Yeah. So the government's come out and said, well, we were going to, but now there was floods. Now, in that time, <laughs> Sydney went under twice in the floods, and mm. the government's saying, well, we've got this $800 million set aside. We're going to do it. We've got, we'd rather than put it into putting more seats into those stadiums, we want to spend it on flood victims and flood mitigation and stuff like that. Right. So we want to pull out of that part. The NRL or ARL throwing a bit of a hissy fit and saying, well, no, you promised us $800 million. Yeah. Don't give it to the floods. Put it into the stadium. So they haven't got an act of God in there. No. <laughs> no. Do you reckon that's what the oh, okay. about? It is hard because I can understand as a government, it does. And, you know, they got in so much trouble yeah. over the pandemic that you're allowing sports to go ahead yeah. when people are suffering, they're Correct. losing jobs. Mm. So if people have lost so much in the floods, I can understand they need to... I agree with it too, yeah. yeah. Change reckon, where it's um, going, but this get is... some more money from somewhere. Yeah, just... Print some. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> We've got an issue with inflation. Do you reckon this is what the um, Newcastle Knights boys were talking about in the toilet? Yeah, Could that be. Had... <laughs> Could be. When they went in together. Yeah, because yeah. you, you like, big discussion, let's all go into the toilet. I think he it. was sick and he, um, his mate was holding his hair. That's nice of him. It's so nice That's to do. That's what, you know, yeah. and a real good friend. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Pong has got short hair, so there's a bit of a hole in that No, story. you just, you've got to, but, uh, you know. And he wears headgear, so, you know, it's always covered. But, um, sorry, it's 2042 is when Sydney's meant to have the NRL Grand Finals till. What's happening today is there's been a bit of a back and forth. Mm. Um, so... Queensland has the highest bid at the moment, apparently. New South Wales have until midday today to Mm. do a better offer on this year's grand final. And so that'll come in at midday today. Five o'clock this afternoon, the ARL board meets and they'll make their decision on who they're going to choose, whether it's us or Sydney. What I love is a Courier-Mail who Mm. printed this story, and of course, a Queensland newspaper, Mm. did a poll of where do you reckon the grand final should be? (laughs) Would you think it should be Sydney? (laughs) Oh, let me see. Or Queensland or... Somewhere else was I'm the other option. Say, I'm going to say 95% uh, of people um, said uh, Queensland. Yeah. Uh, 3% said New South Wales. And 2% said, where's the this doesn't interest me button? I don't know why I'm even voting on this poll. This is stupid. Pretty accurate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that on um, news articles mm. where the comments are filled with, this is not news. Who cares? <laughs> You enough to read the entire thing and then comment at the bottom and say, no mm-hmm. one cares. Yeah. So we'll find out what 5pm tonight, you said? Uh, well, the meeting starts at 5. So we'll find meeting. out in three days. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you're on the big bucks like that, well, that's what you do. 5 o'clock? Yeah, but they, they also start at midday. You know, uh, they like a sleep in. So I reckon, mm-hmm. I reckon Queensland's going to get it. I unfortunately still think that New South Wales have done all this and then they're going to mm. seal the deal. I reckon they're going to go Perth. 
All right. Real well, curveball. Let's all book our person. flights now. <laughs> we'll right. see how we go. That's a good point. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yesterday, uh, the bomb, the bomb officially said, well, you know what? We might be expecting another La Nina. And we were excited that it was supposed to be finishing up in spring. But they're saying there might be fourth consecutive La Ninas, which I think is unheard of since the records have been made, which we can expect uh, colder weather. But of course, the devastating floods mm. is the main issue. Well, can we say weather geeks? Uh, well, these guys, pretty much everyone followed them in Brisbane mm. over the floods mm-hmm. earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Thomas from Higgins Storm Chasing, good morning. Morning, guys. What can you tell us about this? When are we going to find out if there is going to be another La Nina? Uh, well, basically all weather data is already pointing at it starting soon, mm-hmm. if not now. Uh, all the thresholds are already starting to be met. And so we are trending into that third La Nina pattern from now. I uh, was reading up on this end because they came out yesterday and said, you know, be prepared. Um, we're looking at a situation of events that are very similar to 2010. Is that correct? Yeah, it, it's a bit of a tricky one because all the data is sort of pointing towards 1974, 2011, these big years in the history of weather through southeast Queensland. But in all honesty, we don't really know how much rain will actually fall. Mm. Uh, the it, It's sort of set up there that we will get further rain. That rain has the potential to become flooding. But in all reality, we just need to sort of take each rain event as it comes mm-hmm. and treat each one with respect, I guess. So if that means if we're getting floods, there'd be a lot of drought in different parts of the world as a result. Well, are they saying bit? that America, they're going to have a little what bit more? Like, so we get all no, the no, rain. No, no, I didn't mean like that. And then they, it's only a certain amount of water. But no, I'm just saying like, for <laughs> them to experience different it stuff. It does make sense. They're yeah. saying that over in America, you know, in the United it's States, the there's going to be, yeah, a lot seen. of places of droughts yeah, in Colorado Africa. River. Mm. Uh, a little bit. However, in America at the moment, they do have Vegas that's seen two floods in about a month. Kentucky's got catastrophic flooding. Mm. Um, I was over there in June when Yellowstone basically got got washed away. So um, it seems like flooding is the topic of the world at the moment Mm -hmm. through all countries. It does seem weird to be talking about the weather so intently, but I think because of the floods that have happened here in Brisbane, you know, everyone has been told it's a once in a lifetime event. And now we've seen it three times times. in a a lifetime just here in Brisbane. Um, Is there anything that you would like to say, because a lot of people followed you, your Facebook page over the last floods. What would you say to those people listening now whose houses still haven't even been fixed from the last floods? Like, is there, you know, what would your suggestion be to them? Well, the first thing would be that uh, no one is guaranteeing flooding. Right. Um, That should be the first thing, because obviously it's understandable a lot of people are still a little bit scared of of the outlook for this upcoming season, um, given what's happened only recently, mm. um, but no one is guaranteeing flooding. Of course, there is a, an elevated risk of flooding again this season. And as I said just before, we, we just need to give each rain event their own merit. Mm-hmm. Um, some won't be that bad. Others may be a bit worse and it will just come down to what each one produces. But obviously just to be prepared uh, based off what you've learnt last season uh, with flooding in those particular areas, uh, just sort of 
learn off that as much as you can. Has your mum's um, premium gone up? Because I know a lot of people said that where they were flooded, yeah. they were like, yeah, of course, we're covered in insurance, but our premiums have come through the roof. <clears throat> and it, would, would there be anything that you could do differently in Oxley? No. So where mum, mum Street flooded, yeah. um, everyone in the street, no matter the – mum only had a small amount of damage. Mm. Some people went up to their roofs down the end of her street. Everyone's premiums in the street go up no matter what they mm. claim. Um, and there's some people who got flooded in 2011 who couldn't afford the insurance that time around, uh. just physically couldn't afford it, got rid of it. So this time they've lost everything again mm. and they're not even covered. It's crazy. Thomas, how long have you been doing this for? Uh, I've lost track, mate. <laughs> He's whole About life. 10 years, about I, 10 years now. Have you seen an escalation in, in weather events? Because even as an innocent bystander in this, you, you sort of go, well, this is happening a lot more than I remember it in my childhood. Uh, yeah, it, hmm. it certainly seems to be that way, that um, both the flood and drought events have, have become particularly more frequent slash severe. Hmm. They seem to be more intense as well. Um I, I guess the last two years have really highlighted that with the flooding because mm. we did go through a very prolonged period there of drought. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's been a bit wild the last few seasons and unfortunately it does look like this season's going to be equally wild. Mm. Right. Well, Thomas from Higgins Storm Chasing, your Facebook page. Uh, thank you so much, mate. Um, all of Southeast Queensland to be on alert but not alarmed yes. is what they're saying. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Read out a beautiful poem by a girl called Jessica Ehrlich. You can check her out online just about parenting. And it is, it's quite an emotional one. So I've got a lot of messages um, from friends mm. and people in DMs, mm. videos of them crying, which I, you know, I appreciate them sending through. Mm. One of my friends said, oh, great, good one. I was going to go to work today, but now I've got to turn around and pick up the kids and hug them. And she said, then they won't <laughs> hug me back and it'll just be all your fault. It's <laughs> like, so, yeah, good point. <laughs> So for a little bit of a cry, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, it, it was a beautiful job that you did. You can see the video on our Facebook page shortly. My thanks, but no thanks is the life cycle of a bubble wand. Mm. Bubble wand. Uh, which is purchase said bubble wand for 50 cents. Blow bubbles using bubble wand to the magical delight of your child. Your child insists that it's their turn and they can do it themselves. Hand bubble wand to the child. Child instantly pours out all contents <laughs> of the bubble wand to the floor. <laughs> Everyone cries for an hour. Thanks, but no thanks. It's a good hour for 50 cents. Yeah. <laughs> Took Gus to a different dog park yesterday. Mm, changing things up. Why? Yeah. I had to go to a shop, and then on the way back I took him to the dog park, so it was a little bit out of the way. And uh, that's always a little bit, you know, new people. Do you have to talk? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a drag. <laughs> what sort of dog is your? How old is your dog? Yeah. Uh, what 18 months. Oh, <laughs> no, you're just, just there, your question. There was a woman there with like five dogs. Ah. Uh. And one, I think she was a dog walker. And one of her dogs has made a beeline straight for Gus and has just gone to town on my dog. What way? Sexually. Uh. Oh. Oh. But not even in the proper direction. <laughs> so you got the back of the dog. Yeah. You go on health leather on the front of the dog. Maybe it's like that's just not my wrong. dog's face. <laughs> 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 
Gus needs to stand Why you And she's like, sorry, that's not my dog. I'm like, I don't... I don't care if it's not your dog. You're, it's in, you're responsible for mm. it at the moment. Can you please extricate its groin from my dog's face? It was Gus. I'm going to kiss that later. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, thanks for that. No, thanks, I guess. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.